Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Podcast, what is going on? Look quickly before we start this piece of audio gold. I quickly want to tell you about Garden Club, GDN Club. It's available right now. As part of membership, you'll get a weekend breakfast podcast inspiring you while you eat your cornflakes to get outside into the garden. You'll also get a monthly behind-the-scenes video with a make-to-create gardening idea to do with the family you'll get the digital version and the audio version of the how to get kids gardening book you'll get a private and exclusive community area which means that you can share ideas with other members of the club and instant access to me which means you'll be able to message me and i will instantly get back to you answering your questions it's all available right now for 39.99 a year which is about three pound 30 a month which i don't think is too bad all of this supports getting kids into gardening and supports the podcast too plus if you are a school and a teacher that means you get it for free so there's access to absolutely everything from garden club free for teachers if it sounds like something you'd like to be part of or want to find out more hit up skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash gdn now let's get on with the podcast uh, right, Ground Force, my the best program. Now, if Alex is watching all night, if you want to, then and you've not seen this program, then this is literally where. It all started for Titchmarsh, I think. I talked about this to Titchmarsh. I did an interview with him not long ago, and we talked about Ground Force. It's honestly the best show ever. This one, like I say, is Series 8, I think. Episode 12. Um, oh, some more people just shooting. Who's about tonight? I keep seeing the numbers go up and down. Facebook and YouTube. Well, no Twitchers tonight. No Twitterers. Unbelievable. Not going in Gino and Chef's little thing. We have to go in my bus. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I want to go in your bus, Ian. How big is his camper van? Anyway, right. Titchmarsh. He's got everything this. He's got Titchmarsh. Dimmock. Thank you. And Walsh. The legend that is Tommy Walsh. So if I, first time we've done this, so, and by the way, we're not just going to sit and watch it. Like I am going to keep jumping in and talking about it. So if you've, if you've got a comment or if you want to phone in about a certain thing they're doing, then let me know. I don't know what this episode is going to be like. This is just a random episode that I downloaded. Okay. Are you ready for this? Well, we're, we're doing it. It's happening. If you want to call in at any point, then uh, let me know. Right. Here we go. I hope this works now. I hope you can hear it as well. Here we go. Brace yourself. If I talk over it, then we'll we'll be fine. (laughs) 
We've come to stay for just two days amongst Stanford's younger charms because three daughters want us to help surprise their mum and dad with a new garden at the house that they all grew up in. That's like the best van as well, isn't it? So you don't see many of them vans going about anymore. I think my dad used to have one a little bit like that. Hello! Six times around the estate! <laughs> Why would they go six times around the estate? Surely... If they're going six times around the estate, how come they, the whole family was waiting outside the front door? <laughs> they need to sort their garage door out next door as well. Morning! Morning. Who's who? Well, I'm Debbie. Jimmy, Julie, right, Karen. Right, Debbie, Julie, Karen. We're the three daughters. Three daughters. Yeah. And us are the halves, Andy, Andy and Don. And the garden. Anyone know where Titchmarsh is? Like, where, where's Titchmarsh? Does he just turn up at the end? Dimmock's in charge here. What happened to Tommy Walsh? I haven't seen him on anything for years and years. He doesn't need to be on anything anymore, Dan. He don't need to be. You've not seen his range at Poundland. Just coin it off that. This way. Oh, so it's the back garden. We're doing it. Yeah. The back garden. There's <laughs> a lot to do. This is it. Oh, the lawn looks good. Yeah. Wow. No artificial lawn. So this was this was pre-artificial lawn, guys. So I get excited. Well, all we have to do here is actually cut the grass, sweep the path, and we can go. <laughs> Tommy knows, doesn't he? <laughs> Tommy knows. Uh, he's a proper builder. He's just in and out. He's, he's sorted. Uh, a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Top designer is. Oh, we're sort of, sort of all three of us. Oh, three. I drew it. <laughs> you don't want much, do you? Have you seen all this, Tommy? Yeah. Look at that. Two pages of it. You want deck? You want to move the shed, move the compost bins, extend the law. Oh, move the compost bin. That seems like a... I don't know what you're going to do there, Charlie. That's going to be a right old mission. They didn't even design... They were... they did... Teach Marshall didn't even design the garden. So they got the people to design it. I feel like I've not watched this for ages. Raise the flower beds, build a rockery, um, plant up lots of containers and put a water feature in. And move the conifers. Right? <laughs> oh, and remove the conifers. Uh, well, we have news for you then. Because... Don't hide behind me, Tommy. <laughs> I'm just taking a different angle, really. What we can do is we can trim them back a bit. Maybe trim them down a bit. <laughs> 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 Tommy's like, nah, nah. <laughs> we could probably shave a bit off them, but we're not, um, <laughs> we're not taking them down. Do major a job to actually take them all out. Okay. Have I convinced you? Yes, okay. Good. That wasn't too bad then. <laughs> <laughs> now, you did say that because of the grandchildren that you want to keep the lawn. Yes, Samara, yes. Sir. They like their lawn, don't yeah. they? So what we thought we'd do is extend the lawn. Because okay. this area here is not overly pretty, is it? No. Now, what's this, Tommy? These pavings? There's some special paving you've got. You're so, you're so right, Sean, right? We've, what has happened to try Dimmock? That back then she was loving up lawn. Now, we need to get on the show. I know, Ian, which I'm trying to get on. Now, she's 
are just whacking plastic glass wherever she wants. Back then, maybe it's a power land deal. Maybe. Yeah, well, because it's a relatively new house, we're going to use clay paviors on here. And we're going to put uh, a different color band around the edge so it'll give it a contrast. And that'll be a hard area, and that'll be lower than this. This is going to be a deck, but not a normal deck. This is going to be a real chunky one out of big pieces of timber. Okay. And then the pergola will be planted on one of those two hard surfaces, either be over the deck or over Gazebo the Gazebo for people that aren't quite up with pergola. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be really good. We've got Andy, Andy, Dom, Julia, Julie, Julie. Karen, Karen, no Grace, and and Oliver. So if we all work very hard, we might get it all done. We will. We will. Now, what are we done with, Mum and Dad? Um, Mum and Dad have gone to Edinburgh. It was Dad's 60th birthday in May, so we bought him a present and sent him up to Edinburgh for his birthday. Before they went, our spoof crew asked them about Debbie working at Camp America for a programme about daughters leaving home. Oh, we missed her. We missed... This was a classic time, was it? No one had a clue about TV. <laughs> You know, <laughs> no one had it. It's a bit like, you know, them programs where now they do like, um, the mum and dad follows the kid, we used to follow the kids to Majorca and they, they follow them and like hide behind them. Like, if you're going on that program, you know what's going on. Like, they, they had no idea about this because, um, you know, the house, once your children have left, and she's the youngest of the three daughters we've got, um. We just had missed her being around, but as parents, we've if she's wanted to do something like this. Stop, Chris. Everyone, everyone, stop. Sean's saying that Alan had left by the time they got to series eight. Are you serious? Are you serious? We're not even going to get to see Titchmarsh in this. They, what? Dimmock and Tommy went it alone. What? Are you serious? No wonder they went alone on the Poundland deal. The other girls, we've never really stood in a way, as long as we felt that she was safe, you know. If Debbie made up her mind to do something anyway, she would do it. <laughs> and just one last question. How did you feel um, when she got back? Relieved. <laughs> and relieved is just how I shall feel if we ever get this garden done before Janet and Roger get back. Back to <laughs> But before we can start, we've got to deal with the deliveries. <laughs> to wake us up, so to speak, a few sleepers for the bottom of the garden. You let go, I'll be all right. Our main focus is Hold the... on, Charlie. Gossip Guru, Sean says, Titchmarsh fell out with the BBC when he dropped him from the Chelsea Flower Show week. Why would they do that? What's that all about? 
the difficult bit under the trees. So Kirsty and I are clearing the bits of mum and dad's garden that are in the way. Ty's not scared of them, Connor. Your tea's got some foreign bodies in it. Oh, yuck! Sorry. Thank you, Kirsty. Oh, I'd love to have one of these, but I'm not allowed to. No. Ah, uh, see, that's how you do it. No, I can't eat any of them, I'm afraid. I hear you haven't eaten these for a few years. Well, one year. One year? Yes. How, how much did you lose? Five stones. <laughs> how much did you lose? Five stones. In a year? Well done. Do you eat them as well, now? <laughs> this is not true. Oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> when I worked on it, Charlie arrived in the van and Alan arrived in the So how long have they lived here? Um, about 36 years. Yeah, 36 years. Yeah. And this used to be when we played here in the garden, Dad made this swing for us and we used to swing here. So you've all grown up? Yes. Yeah. And I was born here. Were you? In the house. In that bedroom up there. <laughs> I want you to pick these up now. You're not going to keep them. Okay. Yeah. And take this, take this up, demolish this. Actually, work. I prefer the painting, but you prefer <laughs> the painting. <laughs> the problem with conifers like this, Leylandi, is you cannot cut back into this dead wood. If you cut back into it, it's not going to shoot. So these won't shoot again. But what I'm trying to do is make them look a bit more sort of like a sculpture. And as you can see, by clearing these trunks up, they actually look quite attractive. And you've not got the half dead and half alive that you can see there. Right, stop the tape. Did she say that they... Is she joking? Is she saying that... Right, put it in the comments right now or someone call in. Uh, I'm not moving until we... <laughs> is, does anyone else think that the bottom of Leylande uh, trees look attractive when they're cut like that? Sug says, if my garden was changed while I was away, I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> he says, Charlie... Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks, Ethan. Someone had to start that. Um... Anyone, just tell me. Anyone think that this looks attractive? These conifers. I like how she's twisted it. I like how she's set, like, sort of. I'll tell you what, I'll give you the break to decide. Cecilia. Not that one. Let me just interrupt this podcast by saying that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo. Yes, Flymo. If, like me, you've had that final cut of the lawn and the lawnmower is stored away in the shed, that doesn't mean that gardening stops. And that also doesn't mean that Flymo don't have some amazing products to help you out throughout the winter. One thing that I absolutely love is the Sealink 20-volt Combi Pack 3-in-1. It's an interchangeable, lightweight and easy-to-use 3-in-1 gardening tool you've got a grass trimmer a hedge trimmer and a blower which especially at this time of year when i've got loads of leaves in the garden is absolutely perfect for me you know me i absolutely love flymo they're an affordable and quality tool which when they're cordless like this makes it so much easier just to get out of the shed and just get out there and get gardening if you head over to flymo.com right now, it's free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. And so if you want to continue your garden adventure throughout winter, that is the place to head to. Right, 
Let's continue the podcast. Oh, <laughs> says, looks like it would annoy me cut like that. It would annoy me. Like you'd think, oh, yeah, I that grows back. A lot of people were saying in the comments, uh, <laughs> like Ian, my dad changed my lawn whilst I was away in Jersey one year. Still, still not got it how I wanted it to be 40 years later. Why would he change it? Why would he change it? It reminds me, actually, uh, not about lawns. <laughs> yeah, is the answer. Can we get, have some new adverts? I suppose it's been four weeks. I'll record some for you next week, Ian. I just for you. We'll mix it up a bit. Um, it reminds me next week actually, next Thursday for the the watch along. I'm going to be with Suggs. So if you uh, got a program, me and me and Suggs can watch together, then let us know in the comments too. Dan says. No, they don't look attractive. A little bit of artificial grass on the trunks will make him look better. <laughs> oh, dear. And he says, I think Olive should promote the book. <laughs> She's done enough in that book. She's done enough. If you want to call in during uh, the watch along tonight, it's 0742 357 or the link is in the comments somewhere. So just have a little scroll through if you're on Facebook or on YouTube. Click on it and you can uh, be zoomed into the conversation tonight. Uh, right, let's continue with uh, the Dimmock. And let's see if she does put artificial... Maybe, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Dan. I, we talked a lot about artificial grass. <laughs> Anything would be, be all right around there. I'd even maybe give permission for it. It wouldn't make it any worse, could it? back into this dead wood if you cut back into it it's not going to shoot so these won't shoot again but what i'm trying to do is make them look a bit so they'll always stay like that and also right i'm not really sorry i know we're only a couple of seconds into this bit so they've cut back these layer and i i can't call it now but they're conifers and before she cut them back there was some nice privacy. Now, now, we can have a good old look in next door's night. You can just see through their, their window. Hiya, we all right? Lovely. A bit more sort of like a sculpture. And as you can see, by clearing these trunks up, they actually look quite attractive. And you've not got the half dead and half alive that you can see there. Whoa, with this thing now. Come on. Commando man's arrived. <laughs> Come on, I declare war on these slabs. I thought with all that kit on, you was going to lift it himself. Just you start where you can start at your height, and I'm going to start at the top. Yeah. You did say we were going to move the shed, right? Curse! Those panels are six foot. Yep. I'm going to have to go further, aren't I? Yeah, eighteen, three sixes, eighteen. Goes from the corner of from the deck. Ah, uh, we don't do decks. New program, no deck, no blue paint. Okay, we do platforms and mellow. As if to say, that was Titchmarsh days, right? We don't do deck or blue paint. That was his thing. Soon. <laughs> platforms were a fashion phase of the seventies. Did you used to wear them? 
You uh, must have been about that high. I'm gonna be, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> well, I did have a pair once. And I wore them once. And I never worn them since. And I don't work in them. Only at weekends. Did you used to wear platforms? Well? Oh, before my time, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I love this geezer. Debbie, this is not where your cat's buried, is it? Yeah, you're not digging him up, are you? Yeah, there's a bell. Oh, <laughs> Freddy's nest. Sweet. Sweet. Grace? Grace? See if I can lock that. What do you think that is? Air feathers. Careful, it's very delicate. Yeah, and before you start sending in loads and loads of uh, letters about the bird's nest, it yeah. is the beginning of September, so they're well gone. Oh, well, well, that's actually, it literally now. High time we've got the pad set to support the decks. Sorry, platforms beams on. It's midday. <laughs> Now the pergola has come as a kit, and in the brochure it looks very straightforward. It's all pre-cut, and the roof just slots together. Even a girl can do it. Watch it. You get copyright for this music in between as well. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's being said the Irishman only spoke when Alan left. Really? Is she saying she'll split up Ant and Deck? <laughs> it didn't sound like they said Deck there. <laughs> I didn't. I, I missed that. Tree surgeon cut ours down as it was dying. Got enough wood for the fire this winter, says Ian. Nice one, my friend. Unfortunately, you still have to dig the holes for the posts, and the ground is like iron under those trees. God, it's great to have you lads here. You know that you wouldn't hear, you know, I'd have to do all this on my yeah, own. Yeah, be your job, wouldn't it? I would. <laughs> Seven minutes past two on day one. We've constructed the roof of the pergola. Now the guys are actually digging holes to anchor the posts. And then we've got to lay a wet bed and about 25 metres of paving all before the end of the day. So it's gone off for tomorrow. Excuse me, I'm busy. Tommy, is this one all right? I've done one. Perfect. What do they put the dimples on? Because they're really annoying. They're spacers. All right. So that allows them to be spaced perfectly evenly all the way around. You see these little... Oh, okay. something here, we? So when you lay them, you've got equal joints. <laughs> It's the moment of truth. Are the holes in the right place? The roof's a guide for getting the posts in exactly the right position. If all the posts are perpendicular and aligned with the roof on the ground, then when we move it to the top, it'll fit perfectly. Accuracy at this stage is critical. But I've long since given up expecting anyone with a horticultural bent to be remotely interested in the finer points of construction techniques. So that 
Is spot on. Spot on. <laughs> now you got to remember that I've leveled this right the way around. Okay. <laughs> Just go and have a look at that. Spot on. I didn't expect anything. What a shame he didn't check the roof's final position before he started. Can you wiggle it? <laughs> Another branch, silly. <laughs> gotcha. So I can see from back here what what's what's going to come in. Get on. Ready? Yep. Okay, so that's just the whole of the tree moving then. I don't really see what the problem is. Why can't you just cut out a section from the pergola? Oh, yes. <laughs> right, make it make it more difficult with the building department so the horticultural section doesn't cut that big branch out. We can do. We could do. What we could do. Oh, here we go. Tommy's going to suggest now it would be a really good idea to cut a section out of the pergola roof. Well, I had an inspirational bit of conversation just now because <laughs> I heard someone talk to me that we could actually cut a piece of it out. Slot it in and have it growing through so it could be like a, a living piece of architecture. Oh, a piece of living architecture! Yes. So it's suddenly become hard landscaping now rather than horticultural. No, it's no longer hard landscaping. Horticulture and hard landscaping. The fusion! <laughs> Is she on? <laughs> Wee! Finished. But guess what? Tommy's just starting his paving. Willie really likes working. Don't worry, Ian. If you can't hear me, it's not massively important. Looking late. Right then, chaps, I'm going, so I shall see you all tomorrow. Okay. What's, what's time then? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Bye bye. And it's bye bye time. Bed time, yeah? They're tired. Can I come? <laughs> oh, I'm going to bed now. Okay. No, I thought, imagine if their parents come back and actually said, oh, we were, we were actually just looking at a, buying a bungalow behind us. <laughs> Carry on laying paving. Yeah. Right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, bye. Good time for some, anyway. Bye bye. 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 Absolutely fuming. <laughs> That's a very technical bit of equipment. My dad taught me for many years how to lay paving. And this is all you really need. Once you've got it set out, just need a little piece of timber. It's a short length. And if you've got a nice semi-dry mix like this, just run that over and level it. And it gives you the flat surface. And now you watch. These will all just plop into place. Perfectly spot on. My reputation hangs on this. Right, Kirsty. Come, Come on, Tommy. We're for God's sake. Let's go home. See the time it is. Did you, you can't possibly yeah, see what you're doing. All right, all right. Let's go. You've done very well today. Bye. Let's have a shower. Go have something for dinner. Stanford, good place to have a nice head. Excellent. Yeah. Really good. Good restaurants. Good restaurants. Lots of good them. Pubs. Lots of choice. Yeah. Fantastic. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Who's paying tonight? They're hardly going to go. No, it's pretty awful around here. I'll go next town over if I was you. No, that's Bye. Bye. You're getting so like Alan. Get terrible. What do you mean? <gasps> I referenced him.
Well, like Alan in you share urbane sophistication. Hey? You're both well-travelled, able to appreciate the ancient charm of a place like Stanford. Oh, that's pretty. I've been here before, you know. Yeah? Yeah, Stanford Bridge. Oh, God. Well, perhaps not. Willie's desperate. Desperate? He's desperate. He's starving as well, Willie. You know, he has to be Fish and chips? No, no. Ty? Ty? No. We have to be very careful because I have to pick something that's not too fattening, you know. Well, I think right. you should just keep walking and just exactly. it will meet your oh, yeah. and yeah. keep exercising. So, bye, Tommy. Morning. 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 Are you ready to go? Yeah. Lots to do. And boys and girls, first job: post hole digging. Done. Don't no, think so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Done enough of that yesterday, actually. It lasts me a lifetime. I'm surprised you did a part of your well Crying out for it. That's what you do. What have you got on? You look great. You look like Miggles. <laughs> so, did you talk to your mum last night? I did. I called her. She went on a, a trip around Edinburgh, so she was good, happy about that. Uh huh. What time is she coming back? Um, her flight lands at four o'clock, and it takes about probably. Well, it depends on traffic. Could take anything from an hour and a half to. Two and a half hours to get back, I suppose. Charlie, is this okay? Ah, just dump it, it in now. Well, that's, that's fantastic. That'll be great. Well done. What's Thank you very much. Yeah. What's this one here? This is Formium Yellow Wave. Easy to kill. <laughs> very, very easy to look after and looks That'd great. Be my first question. Good shape, great form, evergreen. Wave after wave. So, um, should brighten up the deck all year round. Excellent. And you've got lots of little grasses and agapanthus over there, which should be quite nice. It's exotic South African plant. This is the oh, enormous, you honest, great autumn colour. And then you've also got these wonderful berries or seed pods that are pink on the outside and bright red seeds on the inside. And they're quite unusual in that the stems are fairly attractive because they've got like these cork wings. What is that called? What did you say it was called? That's better up. Yeah. Yeah. So Missed it. Well, now we're like these it. cork wings. What's she called? Not pork wings. What's she called? So I missed it. I don't know what I was doing. Great autumn colour. And then you've also got these wonderful berries or seed pods that are pink on the outside and bright red seeds on the inside. And they're quite unusual in that the stems are fairly attractive because they've got like these cork wings. That's better up. Yeah. 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 That's good. But let me just move it over. We can get a position, right? Right, so there's going to be one hole there. Yeah. One hole at the end of it. Yeah. I would say that this one would be the tougher hole. Don, Got a hole for you. Don. Right? It's strange, isn't it? Because so. I'm sure Charlie said... Doing something more technical, you know what I'm saying? She's, like, she's really like them. Conifer. Oh, the pleasure of ground forcing. She definitely said she liked them conifers at the bottom, didn't she? She said they were architecturally beautiful or something like that. Yeah, they're covering them up. Well, not with a, a solid fence, but with uh, still a see-through fence. You can just 
just about see your neighbours still. Clock gently advancing, each sweep of the second hand adding just a little more pressure. The camaraderie, the workers collected marching on to revolutionise the garden. Confucius say, Andy, never dig hole near tree. Actually, guys, Confucius say, get other people to dig holes near tree. <laughs> That's true. Gone. One of the worst areas to plant is dry shade. Now, the best you can do is dig in lots and lots of organic matter and for the first year or so, water the plants well so they get established. Now, once they're established, keep top dressing with lots of muck and you'll find that they'll do all right. Okay, yeah. And this viburnum davidii will be ideal here. If only we had a Latin. Ten to two on day two. That's all the paving done. Now all we've got to do is the pergola and the deck. That's all you've got to do, Tommy. We've a new lawn to lay, the water feature, and all the planting to do around your as yet unfinished bits. Rob makes good. Uh... A good comment. Why not choose the right plants for shade air, dry areas, dry shade areas, rather than change the soil completely? Um, uh, I don't know the <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Let me just go. Let me just listen to what she said. Hang on. What did she say about them plants? All year round. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Where is she? Hang on. Mark. Here you go, look. And you'll find right, that there's they'll There's got to be a reason, aren't Confucius say, Andy, never dig hole near tree. Actually, guys, Confucius say, get other people to dig holes near tree. <laughs> That's true. Gone. One of the worst areas to plant is dry shade. Mm. Now, the best you can do is dig in lots and lots of organic matter well, you're right. and for the first year or so water the plants well so they get established. Now once they're established, keep top dressing with lots of muck and you'll find that they'll do all right. Just all right though. Like surely surely you're, they're gonna con consistently consistently fail, right? We've got so I don't think I feel like we I don't We've got some behind-the-scenes comments coming in. Sean says, after they finish filming, they remove 50% of the plants and return them back to the garden centre. Surely not. Is that true? I mean, Sean's worked on the programme, so I suppose he knows. But but surely the people that are... The people that are actually having this done to their garden will be like, what are you doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that true, Sean? <laughs> he also says, Mother will phone soon to say they're staying on an extra day. <laughs> oh, dear. And this Viburnum Davidii will be ideal here. Ten to two on day two. That's all the paving done. Now all we've got to do is the pergola. 
and the deck. That's all you've got to do, Tommy. We've a new lawn to lay, the water feature, and all the planting to do around your as yet unfinished bits. It's beautiful. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you think your uh, gran impressed. and grandpa like it? Hold, hold, hold up, everybody. Hello? Hello? Tommy wants you. Uh, hey, Tommy. <laughs> Get off my patio. Uh, you sound quite posh all of a sudden, Tommy. Where goes her? Goes her? Goes her? <laughs> I can, I can even tell you this is behind this voice. Uh, do you want just me to continue talking to you as Tommy Walsh? It's Sean. Oh, it is you, Sean. Oh, wow. I did. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> a little secret. So convincing. A little secret is um, they always used to get. If you want, if you needed one plant yeah. for a planting area, what they would do is they would buy about uh, four or five of them, put them in the same space, film the reveal, and then take um, like ninety percent of them away in order for that one that's left to push out. But if they filmed it as you would normally plant a garden it would look quite bare got yeah so so the people knew this was going to happen right yeah didn't they weren't just like should we after they've shown the garden let's go for a cup of tea and all of a sudden the irish one which i think his name's willie is it willie yeah sure and you know you don't just start chucking him in the back back of the van with tommy that's not how it goes they're gone by the time everybody has left in that evening right Brilliant. Because they only have, uh, so the crew would only be on set for three days. Right. And then, so they would be there the day beforehand. Um, that's why you've never seen a series where they've gone back to look at the gardens. Oh, because they'd be empty. <laughs> because, um, yeah, but just because they would have taken 50% of the plants out. And that's why if you watch a few, if you watch an, enough of them you'll see that flowers the flower design that appeared in program three then yeah. would also appear in program five because they kept the plants oh my god i can't believe this how long did you yeah. work on this for i just worked on this one when when they went to uh the ronda valleys right um so i just worked on the one show where oh. halfway through we should watch halfway that through one. the well, I sent it to you as a link. Okay. Um, where halfway through, the councillor turns up because the neighbours reported them for not having planning permission because it's uh, a listed building. Is it on the programme? Yes. Oh, we won't even watch that next week. <laughs> he, pops, he pops his head over the top and uh, says, you know, uh, can you stop any work because I need to have a chat to you. And then Alan goes and convinces him that everything's Fine, but it was the neighbour that reported them. I didn't realise that Alan quit. Yeah, he quit because, if you remember, Alan used to front Chelsea Flower Show Week. Yeah. And then they replaced him with Joe Swift and Monty Don. Right. And he said, if I can't do that, I don't want to do anything else. Um, so he stayed on for the BBC for, for a while, but that was the start of I'm going over to ITV. Got yeah. 
and then he created but, uh, the but people sort of forget that he left. He, I think, he left around about series, possibly five or six. Oh, can't believe it. So, so there was a lot, and in the original pilot, Alan, it it the original pilot was going to be two gardens next door to each other right. were going to compete, and they had a day to change their gardens. And Alan stood, uh, sat up in an umpire's chair and he didn't help them. He just, he just sat there shouting orders, you know? Um, and then towards the end of the day, when they only had like 30 seconds, Alan came down and started helping out. And that's when they realized that's what the show was, that Alan had to come down and just do the one garden. Just imagine he could have got away with spending eight-odd series doing absolutely nothing, Eddie, and not been so helpful? I still think there's value in the show coming back. Because mm. the show was axed when it was at the height of its fame. Like, it hadn't started to dwindle down yet. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the, the BBC just decided that people have had enough of those type of shows. But then if you watch Love Your Garden, that is... Ground force. It's basically this, isn't it? Just minus Walsh and Dimmock. Yeah, I don't think the pair that they have are as good. Um, what on Love Your Garden? Yeah. Who have they got on Love Your Garden? Dominie and yeah. Who's the other person? Uh, I can't remember, but she does Garden's World. Oh, Francis. Yeah. Yeah, I like she's Francis. okay. It's just I think that. Dominic is a bit, he doesn't hit the demograph of what that show was always about, which was the cheeky builder. Well, we're at, yeah, we, I mean, they should have put time back. Without laying into Dominic, he's, 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 a, he's a titchmarsh wannabe. Well, I think his demograph is like what he demonstrated in that show at the start of this year, where he was like, I've bought a raised bed, it only cost me £80, so I bought four of them. Yeah, whereas man of the people, Tommy would have been in a skip trying to find it's wood. Yeah, no. What you what are you trying to say that the normal family hasn't got eighty quid to spend on a? Uh, I still each. don't think that there's a guard. I, do, I still don't think there's a gardening program on TV at the moment that actually caters for the real person. No, who who, who sort of has a garden the size that you've got mm. and doesn't want to spend any money on it well i always I always said and maybe we should watch an episode because i always talk about it but i always talk about uh old danny clark and his uh instant gardener program i don't remember that one we'll watch it we'll maybe we'll watch we'll watch the welsh one next week but we'll watch that another week because that is the best garden program that was never never recommissioned commissioned because it was exactly that and it was also you know you talk about the this program taking 50 percent plants out well, they yeah. don't even bother doing that on Danny's program. They just say, "Well, that's going to grow. Don't worry about it. It's going to grow big." I think I've se- I think I've seen it now. I think I saw one episode a couple of months back, um, and yes, I think he was sort of like, you know, it looks quite small now, but it will really bloom in. It will bloom into itself. Yeah, and I think that's the problem with these type of shows that. It um, at the time it certainly attracted a lot of uh, allotment people to take on plots, and they thought that 
I was in a, I was in a committee meeting once where some new plot holder said, "When did the council come and turn it over?" <laughs> and, then, and then some, and then some other couple said, um, "When do you give us uh, uh, the tools?" No. And you could always tell. Yo, what's going on? I want to quickly tell you about Garden Club. I'm really excited to finally bring you an actual Garden Club. Can you say it again? Sorry, you cut off for a second. They they thought if they didn't do their plot in two days, yeah. they exhausted themselves and then they never came back. Boy, <laughs> because you think they watched these programs and thought... Yeah, That's how it's done, but it's easy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Garden TV's got a lot to to answer for, isn't it? But yes, that is the one thing that I picked up on. That uh, on the day of filming, Tommy and Charlie. Yeah, I don't think I think Willie was there, but he was in the background. They turned up in the van. Yeah, and Alan turned up in a chauffeur-driven car, and he left in the chauffeur-driven car. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's continue and see whether some artificial grass gets brought, gets pulled out. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, mate. I'm on the edge of my seat here. No, no, it's coming, I... up, to... Okay, it's coming up to the end soon. Go on. <laughs> Till I oh dear. Um, right. Let's. Bye Should... for now. Are you... Bye, mate. Say it, sorry, mate. Bye, bye. You, you've got to hang up because I can't actually hang up the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Are you putting it down? I can't. You've got to hang up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Why doing that? <laughs> Chat. <laughs> if you want to call in to 0742 357 4520. Let's quickly go through the uh, messages. Uh, TV gardening on a budget, says Rob. Um, oh, Bren's in the house. Hey, Bren, how are you doing? Uh, great to find this. Just kicked over to YouTube this afternoon. Wow, how are you doing? Silly calling. That's what, that's what we're about here. Uh, we have serious times as well. You missed a very serious one yesterday, Bren. <laughs> that young girl, it sounds like she's like the one that is doing the weather forecast in Granada land. She says, yes, yes mummy, it's been a scorcher, even though it was raining. What are you talking about, Ian? I mean, this was a few years ago. Maybe she is a, maybe now she is a, a, a uh, weatherman. Ian says, would rhubarb grow well there? I don't think any. Looking at that soil we checked a minute ago, I don't think anything's going to grow there. But there you go. Suckets, Suckets saying, uh, well, Sean ruined my childhood with that trade secret. Traumatized now. Lisa says, have I missed Ground Force video? No, don't worry, Lisa. We've still got. How much longer of this video have we got, team? Have we got another 10 minutes? Don't panic. Another 10 minutes of the show, which will probably take us another half hour. Um, oh, please do the Welsh episode next week. All right, if Sug's up for that, then next week me and him will do that. Beach Grove Garden is more realistic. We could watch an episode of that if you fancy. Instant Gardener will definitely be the third episode of a Thursday. I knew this was a good idea, this. I like this. Instant Garden would be well good. I agree, Sean. We need a program like that. Yeah, well, Instant Garden is the way, I think. I'd be sort of that. It's almost like how to achieve a luxury garden for less to get people 
to give great ideas. Yeah, I think so. I really do think so. We'll watch. We'll, we've got loads of programs to watch. We will watch. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll give ground. Uh, we need to watch Ground Force with Titch marching it next week. And Robert says, "Sounds like, uh, sounds like Anna had a better agent. Well, more likely." Excellent. Very pretty. This is a new pebble pool kit, and it's quite good because the grid is really strong. So it makes it even safer for children. They could walk on it and it wouldn't fall through. Tommy, yes. it's all right if I go and get changed because I'm going to pick up the two surprises from the airport. What, mother and father-in-law? Mother and father. Make sure you... Who else? Who else would he be talking about, Tommy? You don't give anything away, though. Drive careful. I will speak... To... Oh, I'm glad he said don't give it away because I was literally about to tell him. See you later. Okay then, Don, stop drinking all that tea. Let's test your electrics with water. Yes, boss. <laughs> well, happy. Right. Wicked. Charlie, we've got two hours to go. Our problem is, Tommy, is that we can't plant there until you finish your deck. The fixings for the deck, deck haven't turned up, but the suppliers... It's not a decking. That's what Alan used to do. We don't do that anymore here on our show. They've promised me that they'll arrive by 3pm today. So you can twiddle around and take your time doing the deck, and then Kirsty and I have got to work like stink to get the plants in. We could all be working like stink by the end of today. Well, there's a surprise. Tommy's living architecture pergola is looking close to completion. I knew it cut out. I knew it I'll get this up. Fence up and then I'll do the deck. Oh. <laughs> Not alright. Filled up. Time's running out. It's pretty quick. Well, that's because it is. <laughs> Hello. Hiya, alright? Yeah, yeah. I'm at the airport. They landed at 5 to 4. So they should be out in the next sort of, 20 minutes or so. Right. Um, there was quite heavy traffic around Cambridge going northbound. So I think whatever time I've sort of made the journey, it's probably going to be another 15 to 20 minutes. Right. It should be sort of back in Stamford at sort of 6 o'clock. Why? Right. Why did no one <laughs> just say, when you when you go out for Monody, we'll go out for a little harvester if you fancy it? That'd be nice, son and all. Yeah, that'd be good. No, we're just checking out. We're just hoping for traffic. Take on the M25, you'll be fine. Six o'clock. All right, then, Tutor. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Charlie. Charlie, the fixings arrived. No. Willie and I will just have to press on and get all the holes ready drilled for when they do come. Tommy, we're getting closer. When I watched this when I was about 10 or 9 or however old age I was, I don't know what year it came out. I didn't really look into it that deeply. I've got a real, just, I've got a real f feeling that these fixings are just sitting in the van. Just from this bit of acting here. All the holes really drilled for when they do come. 
we're getting closer. <laughs> Promise me that they'll arrive by 3 p.m. today. So you can swivel around and take your time doing the deck, and then Kirsty and I have got to work like stink to get the plants in. We could all be working like stink by the end of today. Well, there's a surprise. Tommy's living architecture pergola is looking close to completion. I'll get this up, fence up, and then I'll do the bit. Oh. <laughs> Not all right. Filled up. Time's running out. It'll be pretty quick. Well, that's because it is. <laughs> Hello. Hi, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Cool I'm at the airport. They landed at five to four, so they should be out in the next what, 20 minutes or so. Right. Um, there was quite heavy traffic around Cambridge going northbound, so I think whatever time I've sort of made the journey, it's probably going to be another 15 to 20 minutes. Right. It should be sort of back in Stamford, sort of six o'clock. Six o'clock. All right, then, see you later. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Charlie? Charlie, the fixings arrived. No. Willie and I'll just have to press on and get all the holes ready drilled for when. Instantly said no. She didn't even go and look. I'm telling you, they're sitting in the front seat. They do come. Tommy, we're getting closer. <laughs> What's happened to your boots, Andy? Seen better days, though. So. <laughs> Bit like Willie's drill. Unfortunately, it needs an electronics expert. Lucky we've got one then, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like they might have found some decent pub at Stanford. <laughs> you didn't hit it hard enough. <laughs> Moving on, Don's found something really useful to do. He and Karen are always full of surprises. Oh, look, that's nice. A hole already dug for me. You <laughs> have that hole. What's that doing up here? <laughs> Chuck it out of the way, Andy. Can you give me some more of these? There's been a prediction from Resides keep interrupting. There's been a prediction from Sean who thinks that they won't actually turn up until Monday because he knows this one so well. This episode, let's see what happens. Beans, please. It's been a long two days, I tell you. They said they came here at 12 o'clock and there was nobody here. It's been at least 25. I knew it. When Tommy asked Charlie to go and see if a fixing's there, had she have actually just walked around? All she did was go, no. She instantly said, has she gone out the front? If that delivery driver. Here there's no one there. Oh, camera crew out back, mate. Five people out there like it's just nine o'clock this morning. They'll be here on Monday. Oh, next week. Oh, that'll be handy. No. Look at this, Tom. <laughs> Shouting and roaring at us all day. Look at him now. Half an hour to go. So, can we plant there? Yeah. There. Yeah. 
Yeah, you may as well. But I don't anything else. It should take you three minutes. Hello? Hi, Mum. It's Julie. Oh, hello. All right. Yes, fine. Thank you. Run away back. Good. Did you have a nice time? Excellent. Excellent. We've been filling in, Andrew, about oh, what we're doing. I didn't stop talking yet. Oh, good. What's the traffic like now, then? Whereabouts are you? Uh, whereabouts are we, Andrew? About oh. half an hour. Well, I'll see you all about six o'clock, then. Lovely. Yeah? Yeah, great. Okay, okay then. So <laughs> we've only been on holiday a couple of days. Oh, she really loves the traffic, doesn't she? really interested in the traffic. See you later. Uh, bye. Okay, bye, Mum. Bye. bye. <laughs> right, they're going to be back. They're at Huntingdon, so they really oh. will be here, sort of six. Six on the dot. probably. We'd better get Which going then. You 20 it's minutes. Right, How are they not right going fence up still? How is that fence not still up at the back? <laughs> Can we put the pump back on someone? a screw gun. <laughs> I don't see Charlie Dimmock doing that anymore. Sean <laughs> says, you crack me up, Sean. Hi, Mum. <laughs> Can you pick some pictures up on the way home? <laughs> That's good, Sean. <laughs> I'm nearly done. <laughs> Kirsty, hold on. No, just hide. Where are we hiding? Where are we hiding? Don't make it, don't make it. Quick. Here? Yeah, and you'll get right down, right down, because you can see right through the window. Watch your head on the window, it's open. Why don't they just hide in the garage? And also, they're hiding behind the window. It's a cameraman and a soundman right in the way. Moving on. <laughs> Finished it. Actually, <laughs> he's thinking. Oh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. We were going to move out as well. And I love them conifers. To that, <laughs> hey, look at that. This is what we did for you, wasting away. Lovely people helped us. Imagine if they <laughs> went. Well, we Where's Alan? Where's <laughs> Alan? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but laughing's better than crying. <laughs> Do you like it? Come oh, have a look at it. Please, guys. Oh, Charlie, let me show you. The seats are definitely in the right place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, it's amazing. It's pretty decent. The female looks alright, doesn't it? 
She really likes, she's still looking for Alan though, isn't she? Everyone else is looking, Bob's looking for Alan, Sean's looking for Alan, <laughs> Richard be fuming, he's not happy. Uh, don't, don't lean on the fence, probably wise, probably wise. Uh, <laughs> I feel like someone's taken over Sean's account tonight because it's really funny. She says, oh, it's amazing. I only had to them fixings. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, you are allowed to walk on the lawn. Oh, no one else has been allowed to. Oh, I can't believe it. From tried, tested, but tired old garden, to refreshed, renewed, and revolutionised new one. Obviously, it looks so good from above, doesn't it? Well, at least, at least you'll be able to speak to your neighbours now. A little bit easier. Now, to the tune of the pebble pool, Mum and Dad can enjoy the sunshine, surrounded by healthy plants in newly dug beds. Richly revitalised with fresh topsoil and plenty of organic goodness. With neatly edged paviors and a really chunky deck, the hardest bit of the old garden to tend has become a whole new area to relax in. A real outdoor room that's just perfect for a quiet drink on a warm summer evening especially when the family are around. Is that a bottle of, of champagne sitting in the in the water feature? Looks like it's got no cork on it. It's like it's been popped ages ago. It's going to be flat if it's been, not been drunk. Oh, sorry. My mistake, but I told you I saw it, didn't I? And you're a carpenter, I believe. Yeah, but I, I do enough at work without doing any more. <laughs> he probably had the fixings. I must admit, we oh. did come very close to the wire. <laughs> and I thought that this may have been a Stamford Bridge too far. <laughs> but we really hope that you enjoy the garden. So from me, Charlie, William and Kirsty, and all your extended family. And the mass, mass family. <laughs> Till the next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Best thing would be if the shot pulled up and it was Alan Titchmarsh playing this. Let's see. Do you remember um, a little video you did about Camp America? Oh, Pair America. Yes. In Debbie's house. Do you recognise her? <laughs> Not even bothered. <laughs> I love that so much. I've just, I've just loved. I've just fell back in love with her. <laughs> with first days.
<laughs> I was like, let's see what everyone's saying about this. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. I love this. I love doing Thursdays. This is cool. Uh, I don't know if you anyone watched watch yesterday, but we're sort of mixing it up a bit with the schedule. So Mondays we'll just do general chit chat. Tuesday we'll do, we'll do an interview. Um, oh, Matthew Biggs is coming back on the show um, in a couple of weeks, guys. Uh, Wednesdays we'll do kids gardening stuff, and then Thursdays we'll do a bit of this. We're watching some old school garden programs. If you're up for that, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Ian says. Uh, I've got some, sorry, it's not funny comment. Sorry, it's Sean. I'm still laughing at Sean. <laughs> uh, I've got some of them chairs. Wouldn't dare sit on it. Fabric's useless. Yeah, but imagine, imagine if you had them garden ground force chairs. Now, imagine what it'd be worth. At least twenty quid. Must be fun cutting the grass around that square pond. It's <laughs> a good point, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, although Lisa likes the water feature, a, a, a winner. I tell you what, Char, one thing I'd say about Char, even though now she's a, I mean, we've been a bit partial now. I didn't actually watch the program with artificial grass, but she always loves to put a water feature in. Uh, Alan would have had it finished, fixins or not. Yeah, he would have. Alan would have sorted it. Chunky Deckham with no fixins. You could. I don't know if you saw it at the end. Can we get that back up? Can we get that back up? The way they were all standing. Hang on. On that Deccan. Can we see that? Guys, a bit of secret filming. Can we can we see where they stand that Deccan? Oh, come on. Oh, it's so difficult when it's like this. Come on, show me the... They're just trying to show me sitting on it, aren't they? Well, anyway, they were standing on it. Are you going to get it, Lee? No, you won't get it. They were standing on it. It looked like if you if you balance that side and we'll balance that side, not no one moved too much. No one too moved too much. Beer. These sections are filmed after the party scene. Yeah, I thought I did think so. I did think, I think that might be the case. After that champagne, that fence was down. <laughs> that fence was either down. All the neighbours were just like, "Are we? Are we allowed to come? Are we allowed to come to this party?" Or you'd a hundred percent put a normal fence up there, wouldn't you? A hundred percent. You'd be no good at getting the football replays. <laughs> yeah, I would not be great. Uh, I've got one of them drums in the greenhouse. <laughs> of course, Ian has. Ian, maybe for the Halloween special, you can. Um play it for us it was fixed down health and safety wouldn't have allowed him on it otherwise Richard you've been so naive for this was a 90s mate BBC 90s they could do whatever they want back then Tommy didn't have a Tommy wasn't told that he wasn't allowed to stand on a Deccan not a Deccan it's a deck. not a Deccan because of health and safety joking so Dave, you saw that guy's boots had a hole in the bottom of him. He wasn't bothered. I wasn't bothered about that. Uh, to be honest with you, out of it's pretty. It's a pretty easy gardening show to watch, isn't it? I mean, there's a few plants pop up. Not as many as Love Your Garden is now. I like it. It's really easy watching, isn't it? 
I mean, you more get design ideas than thinking about plants. I mean, just look at what Charlie was doing with. He's <laughs> like, yeah, if you mix enough uh, good stuff into this pretty rock sort, they had, they had to pickaxe the soil to get the concrete bits, cement bits for the deck in. And what Charlie is telling us is if you pickaxe away and put the plants in, but put some good stuff on top, they should, her words, should be okay. <laughs> Not my words. Uh, H&S wasn't around in those days. Tommy never wore a hard hat. Yeah, you constantly have to wear a hard hat now, wouldn't you? Trust me, there was no health and safety in the 90s. Dimmock would have her hair in a hair net these days with all those wavy hair. You say that, but she's still on the BBC with that hair. I always, whenever I mention Dimmock to my nan, she's always like, doesn't my nut it? Always getting her hair in the way. Always her hair. It's waving it out of the way, isn't it? Let's get a hairband. Someone send Dimmock a hairband. Still even now, all these years on. I'd love to know what year that was that was made. Someone asked you in the comments, where is uh, Tommy Walsh now? Well, let's find out. We know where Dimmock is, but what's Walsh up to with his days? Well, we all know the actual only real way to know is no. No, not to not to phone him. We're going to check his Wikipedia because that's the only way uh, we'll be able to know what he's doing now. What, what's this? Walsh had a small acting role in the film One. But I don't think that's what he's doing now. What is he up to now is what I want to know. I don't want to know what his acting roles was. Crikey, he had some TV... So, his TV shows he's done is Challenge Tommy Walsh, Space Invaders, Tommy Walsh's Eco House, Tommy's Trading Places... Tommy's Ultimate Workshop, Tommy's DIY Survival, The Reclaimers, Ground Force, Our House, Fix Your House for Free, Celebrity Fit Club. Oh, yeah, remember when you went to Celebrity Fit Club? I think that's the last time I saw him. Me and my son, Greg, keeping up with the Walshers. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. Oh, I know we're going on Tangent Central, but apparently... Sorry if I'm a bit too loud. Apparently... Maybe I've got keeping up with the Walshers. No. What is keeping up with the Walshers? Apparently he's bringing out a new, according to Wikipedia, he's bringing out a new TV programme called Keeping Up With The Walshers. That must have been an old Wikipedia or absolutely not true. Because uh, I don't, he's not, it's not mentioned anymore. That would have been funny though, wouldn't it? This is not true. Wait on a second. We won't really go into this, but no, this cannot be true. I don't think I can say that, Sean, without getting in trouble. Uh, does he not have a building company? Well, I've just found a article uh, from Country Living. Right, here we go. Did the builder and landscaper follow? Let, do you want to see it? Do you want to see the article so we can read it together? 
So we know what Alan's up to now. We know what Dumuk's up to. She's with them two guys that we don't really mention on this show. No real reason. What is Tommy Walsh up to now? Did he follow in the same career path? Let's have a look. When it comes to TV Garden, Groundfuss ruled our screens from 1997 to 2005. It was a lovable threesome, Dimmock, Titchmarsh and Walsh. It recently has been rumoured that the programme, which is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, I think this was in 2017, this article, so um, does that make it like 24, 25 years old, 24 years old, 23 years old? Might be making a comeback, did it? Quick to extinguish the swell of excitement. Oh, Charlie Dimmock confirmed that Sally, this won't be happening. They had a right falling out, didn't they? They must have. We know that Charlie Dimmock is currently hosting Garden Rescue with the new celebrity Garden Brothers. <clears throat> okay. The only female in the original Ground Force trio who also has a successful gardening range with Poundland. Debatable. Uh, Teach Marsh has continued in TV and radio since Ground Force. He's done so much in him. So that leaves builder and landscaper Tommy Walsh. Well, let's see what he's been up to, team. Uh, Tommy continued to work in TV after Ground Force appearing in Trading Places and Space Invaders. He His most recent appearance was BBC One's Cowboys and Angels in 2016. There's a picture of him, team. What is this dog being groomed on the side here? I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you won't understand that. There he is. That's what he looks like in 2017, guys. 2014. The most. This article is from 2017, and the most original picture was from 2014. They could get of him. Are you serious? According to the Express, it's not even from them. Tommy now lives in Hackney with his wife Marie. They have three children between 23 and 29. Um, there he is with his family on the side. Blah, blah. Tommy is quick to remind us that he never intended to live a life of fame. I got my break on to television totally by chance when I was around 40. I had no intention of becoming a TV person, but in the mid 90s, one particular kind of TV producer who lived in Hampstead, who had done some work, building work for, asked me to have a look at the pilot she was working on. She was keen for me to consider the role. Yeah, we know what is why. Oh, here we go. These days, Tommy regularly makes radio appearances and does a lot of charity work. What a great guy. Tommy also... Doesn't he look like Tony Adley in that photo there? Tommy also backs local train schemes, including a construction project on an abandoned hat factory, on an abandoned hat factory in Luton for young engineer and apprentices. Oh, what a great guy. Did it mention anything else? Nope, that's it. That's what he's up to now, guys. Guys, it's just doing good stuff. Not doing what Sean wrote in the comments on YouTube. I'm not going to say that. Won't have that said. Won't have a bad word said about him. But yeah, I would have thought he's got a building company, Lisa. I would have thought so. Definitely, wouldn't he? Join Toolbox Trojan, Tommy Walsh, as our man helps out four families who, rather than sell up and move on, are determined to revamp their home. Sparks are fly sure to fly. Says uh, Sean Jay. I used, to, I used to watch enjoy watching Victorian Farm on BBC. It was an interesting series of how we used to grow vegetables 
and the way that they used to storm back in the Victorian days. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll check that out at some point, Dan. Get him on the podcast. Do you reckon we could get him on the podcast? Tommy, I'm sure he'll come on. Should we try? <laughs> Should we try? Hey, serious. Okay, we'll try and get him on. The show even picked up nominations for prestigious awards such as the BAFTA and National Television Award. Crown Force. Definitely up there. The best Garland show ever. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know on the socials. And perhaps you'd like to tune in. This is just the best bits. Imagine the actual full show. We're here on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10. So if you want to come on, if you want to chat gardening, that is the place to be. Thanks for listening. This is a Skin and Chin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.